0: This is Hemet.
1: Oh, are we starting? Sure, hey, it's Jessica. Not?
0: And this is the Friendly Atheist <laughs> Podcast. Please go to patreon.com slash Podcast to support the show. Five bucks a month to get a bonus episode and you get ad-free episodes whenever we have ads. This is also yeah, on we YouTube have an ad soon? soon. I need to pay Hey, some if you bells. want an ad, bring yeah. it on. Bring it on. Podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. Okay. Hey. Um, hi. Are you? Good. I hear there's a lot to talk about in the bonus episode. Listen,
1: I truly, I, I want to say this and not just as a plug that I think everybody should subscribe. It's also like, whatever, $3 a month. Um, truly the wildest thing happened to me yesterday and I text him last night and he's like, what? And I was like, doesn't matter. I'm telling you on this show. It is a cuckoo bananas, crazy pants story that involves the cops and a horse. And a woman with dementia.
0: Are you the woman with dementia?
1: I mean, soon. All right. <laughs> I'm, I'm really looking down that hallway, and it's it's sooner than later. Um,
0: I'm intrigued.
1: Yeah. I'm also really excited to talk about the movie Everything Everywhere All at Once, which I fully <laughs> forgot to talk about last week. Okay. So those are bonus episode things. Those That's are the top stories. The other person. top
0: story then here is the Supreme <sighs> Court stuff. Don't. I figured we'll get rid of that off the top, because... I swear, this is Tuesday, we're recording early, partly because of our own scheduling stuff, but it turns out it works, because I don't have to rehash this, everyone knows by now, yesterday, Monday night, uh, we found out that a draft opinion from the Supreme Court had leaked, Mm. basically saying they had the votes to overturn Roe v. Wade, and they weren't just going to like say, abortion's illegal nationwide after 15 weeks, which is like the John Roberts approach. No, it's saying, no, you can't have abortion rights anywhere. Mm. And uh, Sam Alito's opinion, which purportedly represents the majority, at least five of the six conservatives... Says we're overturning Roe, we're overturning Casey, and can abortion you talk about is Casey? back. Casey, that
1: to is the, a, a, a I obviously everyone knows Roe. I Casey is not something I. Oh God, did I just put you on the spot? You, you have no totally, idea, do, do no, you? I mean, it you're have, supposed to be the one that knows things. I'm the funny one. Keep talking. Okay, um, can I tell you about how I found about th- yes. about this news? Um, so I've had uh, a uh, challenging year so far. Uh and so last night as I was, as I always am on Monday nights at this uh restaurant near my barn, uh and I am friends with all of the servers and bartenders and managers there. That's a whole different part of my life that I really can't tell can't wait to tell you about Hemet, because it involves friends. Um however, I so I was sitting at the bar as I do every Monday night, I was reading, and I got a text from my friend Andrea, uh, who is another one of like my politically politically minded friends. And she just said, I didn't see that coming from Alito. And just my stomach fell into the ground. I don't know what I thought was happening, but I knew it was if and like obviously nobody knows, like if Andrea was texting me about something, shit was popping off. And so she sent me the... And I was like, Just to I, give it I have little... been offline. She sends me the link that says... Yeah. Go ahead. The,
0: the basic gist for anyone who isn't following it is that this is draft one. This is written in February. And the way the, the Supreme Court works is they took an initial poll of how does everyone feel about this? Oh, oh we have five votes against abortion. Alito ends up Final. writing at least... That means Alito writes a draft of what he wants to say because he gets assigned this case.
1: Do you have any strong feelings about Alito being the? Yeah,
0: that's fucked up. I say
1: okay. I would like so to. So, he- if John
0: Roberts was in the majority,
1: which I hear John Roberts is feels like shit, kind of is, got out of his hands, right? Imagine
0: like, you're a Republican who wants I would people never to take, imagine I'm who a Republican. Wants people to take Republicans in the court seriously, and he's like, we who can't. Are those there's three of them. Uh, he's basically his whole thing on the Supreme Court has been legitimacy matters more. Mm-hmm. So we can't do the crazy more than shit than human rights. Even if we have the votes, we can't do the crazy partisan shit. Okay, because I see. then people will treat the Supreme Court the way they currently treat the Republican Party. Sure, and you don't want that. You want the court to have legitimacy. But don't, so when it comes to like, want that? what?
1: The Republicans, no, don't they...
0: They don't care. Really? They're like, we have the numbers, we'll do whatever the hell we want.
1: Okay, all right. That's
0: been their modus, their, their MO for a yeah, while.
1: Yeah. John Roberts Motus doesn't. Modus I, I speak Latin.
0: Um, so Roberts, like, so when it comes to, like, could we overturn Obamacare? They had the votes to do it, mm-hmm. but obviously if you do that years ago... It's like, okay, Supreme Court's just a partisan group.
1: Well, and at that point, there was also the thing of Republicans were trying to tear down Obamacare but had no uh, solutions for what to replace it with. And I feel oh, like yeah. that was a problem It would have created the courts. a bigger
0: problem. Yeah, the courts so the were courts like, would strike it down. Mm-hmm. Republicans have nothing. It would have been chaos. Yes. Roberts is like, you know what? He, the story goes,
1: uh-huh.
0: he was part of the majority, realizes like for what's going to happen for Obamacare to uh-huh. overturn it. And basically was like, holy shit, this is going to be a mess. And then he finds a way to create a new reason to keep it alive. And all the liberals on the court are like, yeah, fine. We'll sign our yeah. names to that because it's not as bad right. and it's alive. In this case, he must mm-hmm. have seen that mm-hmm. the, the abortion ruling. He knows that Alito? like, uh, uh, no, John Roberts. Oh, Roberts. Yes, I'm If sorry. he was in the majority uh-huh. and he knew they were going to get rid of Roe v. Wade. Mm-hmm. I would have to imagine he said, you know what? I'm going to take this one myself. I'm not going to give it to one of you peasants.
1: So say, I'm you're, gonna what write you're this saying opinion. is this is a huge moment. It needs to be the, the leader. In, yes. In the biggest this. Supreme
0: Court decision okay. in decades. You have to think the chief justice is like, I'm going to keep this one for myself and write the opinion and make it look not crazy. Be- but if he's not part of that majority... And he doesn't agree with that group. Do you think
1: that's... I mean,
0: if he's in the majority, he gets to decide who writes it. If he's not, Clarence Thomas gets to decide who writes it. And Clarence Thomas also did not write this opinion, which means, here's the theory, John Roberts is not part of the majority right now. Okay. Clarence Thomas is, so are the other five conservatives. And so... But Clarence Thomas is like...
1: Kicked it down to Alita?
0: Yeah, because if Clarence Thomas is like, I'll take this for myself no one's going to take it seriously because everyone knows he's batshit crazy. Yeah, but we so all... So we gave it no, to... No, Alito, Alito
1: is not, like... Like, obviously, he's not as, like, gung-ho as your Amy Conan Barrett's of, uh-huh. like, has an agenda, but nobody is saying Alito is, like, good or nice or has human emotions or but cares he's never about been, people. You're right, but he's
0: never been as insane as this particular draft ruling. Now, the weird thing is, I would have thought... They would have just given it to like Amy Coney Barrett. Hey, we gotta get which rid of abortion. Feels, why don't you take care which of this? feel
1: a because she's a woman, <laughs> and B like that's that why was, they brought her here. Yeah, that was a hundred percent like what everybody knew. You put Amy Coney Barrett on the bench, and she will help strike down Roe And Wade. Maybe knew it'll this.
0: feel less severe because a woman's doing. I don't know. But Alito took it, and he released the The, draft. The same
1: way they hide behind, like, Clarence Thomas a lot about (laughs) racist bullshit. Like, it's all bad, you guys. So
0: Sam Alito writes the first draft, circulates it among the court, which is a thing they do all the time, Uh and at some point, I mean, here's what tends to happen. He writes his opinion saying, all right, you gave me this one to me, here's what I'm going to say Who among you is on my side here? And, like, who wants to sign on to this? Maybe one of the other conservatives is like, I agree with the end result, but I don't like your analysis. I'm going to just concur and write my own thing. Okay. And then after he sends his first draft, you Uh have, like, maybe Sotomayor, who's like, there's no effing way I'm going along with this. I'm going to write the dissent, or Breyer will assign the dissent. But here's the thing. He sends that out.
1: But Breyer would decide... Breyer would decide
0: who, dis, who does the dissent. Even descent. if
1: Roberts wasn't on the...
0: No, that's a fair point. If Thank Roberts you. is genuinely on the smart. dissenters, he would get to... Dis- I don't care. It, like, I don't <laughs> care oh, who gets it. to assign <laughs> the dissent. The point is... He's circulating this decision and everyone's basically going to decide what to do now that they know what he wants to say. Do you want to sign on to his thing? Sure. When you write the dissent, are you going to pick apart all the shit he said? Yeah. Because that might change.
1: So when you say, and and, and this is me leaning on you, assuming you know more about the Supreme Court than me and... Not a
0: lawyer, very obsessed. Okay. Okay.
1: So here's my question. Um... So you, okay, I have several questions, actually. So Alito wrote this, this opinion, mm-hmm. right? And so you said circulated it So among, this is draft
0: one. He sends it to the people who so this have is, been involved. In I here.
1: wrote this thing. I'm sending it to the rest of my yep. team to. Um, because for example, so point, maybe Brett
0: Kavanaugh says, listen, I want to agree with you, but you're insane right here tone it down Here's otherwise you
1: got off track yeah otherwise
0: okay. i can't get put my name on this thing and so these things change like mm-hmm. draft one as anyone who's written anything knows is very different from the final draft and <laughs> that includes these supreme court you mean decisions, my final right?
1: draft version two final final with yeah. edits yes version four <laughs> like this is literally <laughs> version version
0: draft one from february yeah like this is a couple months after the Oral arguments. Uh-huh. This is draft. It took him a couple months to write, mm-hmm. or his legal team, his clerks, a couple months to write. He sends this out, and the thing is, we don't know if the reaction from everyone is "Holy shit, yourself. this is insane!" Uh-huh. And like, even some of the like Trump judges are like, "Dude, too far." Sure. Or maybe they're all like, "Yep, this is what we want. We're good. We're all signing on to this." It could very well be that, mm-hmm. and we won't know until they issue the final ruling mm-hmm. which could be whenever they do their announcements yes. which is sometime in june is the expected date so the thing is he writes draft one yes we don't know what happens after that somebody got their hands someone on it. gets their hands on it leaks, leaks it, it, it to politico politico ends up writing it mm-hmm. and for all intents and purposes today morning john roberts is like that is the accurate first draft
1: that but does not mean that's that the final draft. That does not
0: mean it's the final draft. So, However, he's like, I
1: y- do not think that the first draft is going to change so much from the final well, draft that yeah. they will flip their opinion. That feels...
0: So the question now... More
1: optimistic than I'm comfortable with.
0: <laughs> so the question now is, is that close enough to the final draft? Who's signing on to that? Like, how scared should everyone be? And for all intents and purposes, you should assume that's close enough yeah. and it's it, going to be banned.
1: Yeah, so... Um,
0: or when I say banned, I mean Roe v. Wade will we'll be, be off the books, which in this case would mean states get to decide what mm. to do, but there are no longer any, there's no floor anymore. Yeah. So they can um, do whatever they want. If they say in Alabama... We don't do any abortion for any reason. If a woman's going to die because of the pregnancy, bye That's bye-bye. what God wanted That's anyway. what God wanted. Yeah, um, they could do that.
1: I am uh, I'm about to put you on the spot, and I have mm-hmm. no qualms about it. Hemant and I are both opening our homes to any—if this happens, we're opening our homes to anybody who needs an abortion and needs to come to Illinois. There is a Planned Parenthood a mile away from me, two miles away from Hemant, we have rooms for you if you are in a down. situation. Come on down. I would say maybe don't get pregnant as a reason to hang out with podcasters <laughs> you like. Um would be my thing. But true like genuinely and truly, I live you guys have heard me talk about the Planned Parenthood near me. It's here. If somebody needs help, we're here for you. Like, let me, let me this make shit it is about to get
0: Scarier? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm not done. Literally, no, this is part I one. I have 17 things to say. I during this
1: podcast if you make me feel worse than it's I okay. do right now.
0: Here's what's scarier. Let's say they overturn Roe v. Wade. It goes back to the states. That's a temporary fix for, like, blue states. Blue states can pass their own laws, like right. Illinois has done, to make sure abortion is accessible which, and Which safe they did recently legal.
1: in response to these kinds of laws coming yeah. up. It's been a very... A, a, a very, I think people have been aware that this is coming down the pike. This yes. is not a surprise.
0: Here's where it gets worse. If Republicans ever get a trifecta, good. if they get a trifecta in government again, they win the presidency, they take over both houses of Congress. There is no longer anything stopping them from saying, nope, abortion bans nationwide six weeks before you know you're pregnant. That applies to the blue states, too. They could do that. Why couldn't they do that when Trump had the majority, the trifecta, when he started? Because Roe v. Wade was still in effect. You can't do it. But now, that would be overturned. There's nothing... St- I mean, this is the conversation people have had about, like, if they win the trifecta again, the first bill in the House and the Senate that they both houses are going to put forth mm-hmm. is the we're going to ban abortion nationwide bill. And it'll only get worse from there. So that's the... That's, like, the... Looking past just this court opinion, because you, you might think you... I was
1: feeling too good, yes. and you wanted me to.
0: I mean, well, the thinking is, well, at least if you live in a blue state, I've heard Republicans say this: "Oh, you don't like abortion? Just go to We're a blue, blue state. state, live in a blue state, you'll be fine." But it won't be because Republicans aren't going to stop at like, let's leave it to the states. Are we going
1: to have to do the Jane Initiative again? Like, I. I do not have the emotional capacity to build an emotional underground railroad for people who need abortions. It's just simply too much to ask of me personally.
0: Next part of the conversation. God okay, damn it, who,
1: more. who leaked
0: this? I realize this is not the important issue. So here this is at what all. I want
1: to talk about because Brian Kavanaugh. Brett and Kavanaugh. And this yeah. Is, Brett Kavanaugh. Mm-hmm. Brian Kavanaugh is literally just a dude I know. So every time I say that, that's what's going on. Uh He was like, we're going to do an investigation. And it just makes me feel... John
0: Roberts said, we will do an investigation and uncover this. Which is fucking
1: fine, but it just reeks (laughs) Not on
0: Clarence Thomas's wife, who's like part of the insurrection, but on some leaker. couple options here. (sighs) And I have no idea what the answer is. No one does yet. Um, Could it be that someone on the liberal side. This is the Fox News theory. Sotomayor, like a this clerk for time. Yeah. Okay. maybe one of the liberal justices is trying to sound the alarm like you guys this is bad get your shit in order now mm-hmm. and they're trying to sound the alarms and someone on Are the liberal side. Are you describing a
1: hero? Uh,
0: maybe. Someone's releasing it now so you know what's in store. That's and one cute. argument.
1: Well, and I think there's also part of that that's like if if this is going to happen, if we can get public outcry ahead of the decision mm-hmm. is, the, and this is what I've heard. More time
0: to it's, get n- shit together. It's not
1: literally become law. It's not codified yet. Right. So maybe we have a chance to change somebody's mind. I think so that's that is more argument. optimistic than any of us Well, be.
0: change whose mind?
1: Uh, the
0: justice's the mind. The terrible
1: human beings who run our country? Uh, Their minds. So,
0: I mean, that's one option. The liberal, Someone on the liberal side did it to try to sound the alarm.
1: Which would be my guess. You Another option. Okay. Yes.
0: Another option is one of the conservatives or their people, their clerks, or okay. someone put it out there because maybe they have five votes right now. But because Alito's draft is so effing insane, where he's like, Roe is overturned, and the arguments that he uses in his uh ruling, uh-huh. Uh-huh. you could he's like, Well, it's not in the constitution, there's no precedents for having an abortion. Guess what? That same argument could be used to overturn marriage equality. It could be used to fight against contraception and birth control. So it's like, holy shit, this is insane. Literally in the
1: Constitution, it doesn't matter. The Constitution, which was written by how many women? I'm just wondering. Could you just remind me? I
0: believe it was dozens, Dozens of
1: women. I'm seeing Hamilton a lot. Um, Uh, There was one woman who had words in it.
0: Amendments are not in there. So hmm, maybe a conservative puts it out there to say, like, this is... The thing I we all know five of them at least signed on to this opinion, that's why it's the majority opinion. Maybe it's saying, like, one of you in this among our ranks here is kind of frightened at how far this is going, so we're gonna put the draft out there Mm. so that everyone knows five of you are on board. And if one of you switches in the next month, or two, or three, everyone will know you were on board, but the liberals got to you, and you're a traitor to our cause. And you're like, they're trying, they put it out there. This is theory two. They put it out there so that you do not leave the fold. You are committed to this now because if you end up changing sides here, everyone will know what happened. That's another conspiracy theory for you. My
1: soul just left my body. I'm just an absent corpse. Right? right Isn't this
0: a fun little game? Here's theory three John Roberts or one of his people have puts it out there. I said
1: I have cried three times in public in the last four days? I'm still
0: going here. So I'm John, not in public,
1: but I will fucking cry on this show. I have no shame. John
0: Roberts puts it out there because what John Roberts wants to do, yeah. because he cares about the legitimacy of the court, eh, Jerk off motion. Yes, please. Um, what he's doing is he's saying, you can't overturn Roe v. Wade. That's insane. What we could do, you guys, it's is do what they did in Mississippi with the 15-week ban which was already extreme Uh he's like you guys we could have just said all right we'll do what you want in mississippi we'll we'll limit it nationwide to 15 weeks which is crazy and extreme but at least it's an option for people for the most of the time when they want to have an abortion it's very Mm -hmm. early like we would be we would be doing the best of all possible options if you're a republican and you have some qualms so maybe john roberts or his people put this out there to say we are, maybe it changed over the course of the past couple months, and they are going to do like a lower Mm. ban on abortion that's restrictive, but not a total overturning. And Roberts knows that if that's the first thing you saw, that if the headline a month from now is Supreme Court votes to restrict abortions nationwide to 15 weeks, Mm -hmm. everyone would throw a shit fit and say all the stuff we are saying now. But he's saying but it could have been so much worse. So look at draft one, because when you see what actually happens next month, so and you s- see so that you- I convinced a bunch of the conservative judges to go along with a 15-week ban, you will not think of me as a anti-abortion zealot. You will think of me, John Roberts, as a hero, because I saved Roe. It could have been much worse, you guys. So he's putting this out there to say... It could have been bad, but when you see what I did, you're going to think I'm a hero.
1: So, I'm sorry, are the conservative justices on the court just, like, priming us? Like, I hey, mean, you guys should expect this terrible, terrible, horrible thing that's going to ruin a lot of lives and kill a lot of people. Hey, just kidding. It's not that bad.
0: Yeah, that's it's pretty ar-
1: fucking close, but it's not that bad. And we were so expecting the worst of the worst mm-hmm. that...
0: That's theory I need three. To
1: leave this <laughs> country? It's
0: such a weird little guessing game. True. And before Can I tell you something
1: horrible, earlier when you were talking, my, I just listened to a, a podcast about the Unabomber, and I immediately had thought of, like, I oh, don't know, maybe the Unabomber had the right idea. I had that fucking cabin in the woods and didn't, nobody bothered him. It could just be me and my fucking dog. In the woods, and nobody's trying to touch my uterus from the outside, which I don't appreciate. It's inside. It wants to stay there. Option four. Oh, Christ. We're still doing that.
0: Clarence Thomas is like, hey, wife, uh, check out what we're going to do here because she's the insurrectionist. Is
1: he trying to get laid?
0: Uh, I don't want to uh, know, probably. baby, look at but this cool
1: thing I did. Doesn't he, that make me so sexy? Everyone knows
0: his wife works with the Republican groups that basically are in front of the court. She's pro-insurrection, she's pro-MAGA, all that crazy shit. He's like, so everything he does on the court, he, of course, shares with his wife. That's not weird. I'm sure everyone does yes, that. But probably. she could have said to all of her friends, you guys, guess what's going to happen soon? And she passes this around like Heidi Cruz saying, let's all go to Cancun. And someone in that email chain is like, holy shit.
1: Okay, I see... I do. To me, it seems much more likely that like one of Sotomayor's like fucking interns Option was like five.
0: Uh, is it some like copy clerk who got a copy and is like, oh my god? I
1: mean, that feels like the most logical thing. Or it could of, be like, a
0: leak or like a bug or someone hacked the system, but that seems hard to believe.
1: No, I I um, think uh, here's what I think happened: is somebody on the lower level sent it to their friend, and was like, can you believe this shit? And that friend has a journalist. It would friend. be
0: weird that this sort of that leak of this mo- uh, enormity. And like the entire effing draft, not like the, hey, I think they're going to overturn It really is
1: wild, that the whole draft got put out.
0: Okay, so the reason, 20 minutes of talking about shit that doesn't actually matter. It does Here's, matter. Abortion about matters this. a lot, Hammond. Here is the argument that I think is worth bringing up here about the actual substance of the Pro ruling. anti
1: oh, the ruling. No, we're
0: on the same page here. Um, I,
1: I if and knew. when
0: they overturn Roe v. Wade, this is kind of what Christians have been working toward for decades. Like, this is their goal. This is all they seem to oh, have been my talking God. about, this was right? their
1: end goal. This is the end game. And I just want to remind... end game.
0: Yeah, I want to remind people of a few things that are at least as these conversations play out over the next is few weeks. Is this going to make me feel better no, or worse? I mean, I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> a couple things to keep in mind. One yeah. is the argument has been, like, that you'll hear Christians make, of course the Bible says abortion is wrong. We've always been against abortion. Bible like, means shellfish. This is, Go fuck yourself. Yeah, like the,
1: we've course, always so
0: stood for this, and this is the culmination of generations of Christians who have always been against abortion. Yeah. That is a lie. We've talked about this before. I actually did an interview with Randall Balmer on hey. this show uh, a while back. But just so everyone knows, when Roe v. Wade came down in 1973, mm-hmm. what was the Christian reaction at the time? Crickets. Right. Yeah. They, they did not care. What happened around that time, eh, there were some people the against it. The anti-choice
1: movement is new.
0: Yes. One of the things that the Christian right and the religious right and what grew to become like the moral majority, mm. with the thing that they were like, this is our big culture war battle, was not any of this stuff. No. It was the fact that a school, private Christian school, Bob Jones University, wanted to ban black people from campus. It no was interracial always
1: dating. racially based. It was yeah. always racially and based. And they also
0: wanted to keep their tax-exempt status. And the government's like, you don't get to get your tax-exempt status if you're also this like racist. And they were like, yes, we can be racist and keep our tax exemption. Because our
1: religion is racist with losing, our white Jesus. <laughs> losing the
0: ra- they're losing the battle and Christ- the Christian right's like trying to fight to maintain segregation. Mm. And they finally realized in the late 70s, you guys, we're losing this fight. We can't keep this up. So they finally let it go. And they're mm-hmm. like, all right, we can't do segregation anymore. But then, if we don't have like racism, how do we rally the troops? Because we got to stop Jimmy Carter from Homophobia, winning in nineteen
1: eighty. Homophobia, no,
0: not, not as famous in the nineteen eighties as it became during the Reagan administration. Wait, can I guess? Yeah. Okay,
1: so it was so. Uh, Wait,
0: no, they got to this. They jump to abortion as their thing.
1: Oh, abortion was immediately after segregation. They're like, let's thing in the middle.
0: No, they're just like, let's just start hammering away at this, which requires a reinterpretation of some Bible verses that prominent Christian scholars have said. You can. There's no biblical mandate to do one thing or the other. Mm. There are arguments for both. Sure. And you could find books, by the way, written in the 70s that say, "Here's the biblical argument to allow abortions. Mm -hmm. Here's some against it, but like." It's not a salvation thing. you got to have one answer or the other. And that's kind of when this thing started. So it's like they didn't care about Roe v. Wade when Roe v. Wade happened. They made it their thing years later. So keep that in mind. That's one thing.
1: Can I just say very quickly about sort of conservatives and their relationship with history, which I think is a weird, interesting thing that is always happening with them. Uh, They really... um, only look backward in, with kind of rose colored glasses or to like fuck somebody else. So, what I think is interesting that happens is we, if you're a student of history of any kind, you can see that 20 years ago, 30 years ago, 40 years ago, conservatives didn't give a fuck about abortion. It just simply was not on their radar. And you can find that any, it, it truly was a thing that everyone was like, yeah, no, 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 it's this is, it is what it is. It did not become a political thing until relatively recently.
0: Eighties no, is when it started being yeah, a political and, thing, and,
1: and this is when we're looking like like you said the moral majority and things like that of of Christians lost their grip on things, and so had to invent boogeymen, and so they invented abortion murders babies, and they invented uh, gay people are trying to rape your children. And that is what they have run on for the last thirty years, and they're the, honestly that shit is running low. They're back to racism, like fucking, <laughs> fucking GOP vintage.
0: The, and this is the thing that they figured out a while ago that if you want to win a culture war battle, you can always. I mean, there's two ways they go about doing this. We gotta protect fetuses, mm. and we gotta care about your salvation after your life. Soul. So they care about you before you're born. They care about you after Such you're a born. a good point. Why those two? Because what they can't talk back. They never are going to tell you you're yeah. wrong. They don't and exist And they're never anymore. a
1: quote-unquote bad person, right? A baby right. is innocent and perfect and whatever. And a your person
0: is dead and they're a memory. And they're, yeah. So, like, it's it's really hard to say, well, how can you be against these two things? Like, how dare you oh, be you against Oh, you hate babies? Is yeah. that
1: what? That's truly all it is ever. Honestly, my main reason I'm sad I'm never going to be pregnant is because I really wanted to wear a pro-choice shirt while I was actively <laughs> pregnant. I just thought it would be a good look for me. It's fine. Um, that's the only reason that I'm not. I'm sad about that. <laughs> I don't know if
0: this is quite a silver lining to all of this, but like for a long time, then conservatives, Republicans, evangelical Christians have mm-hmm. been like, we need to get our people in office so they can overturn Roe v. Wade. We need mm-hmm. to get Trump in office so we can appoint judges to overturn Roe v. Wade. This is not this been, has been, been a
1: subtle campaign. We no, know what they've been, what doing they've been this after. For a long
0: time. So what happens when the dog chases the car and then finally gets to the car? It's All like, of a
1: sudden, they have you, a lot of babies they don't want to take so care of.
0: You have not planned ahead. Of like what they have. happens next? It's a lot easier to fundraise if you're saying, "Give us money, send us to office," because we are going to fight to overturn Roe v. Wade. Bogey- versus
1: boogeymen are the core of running for office, mm-hmm. and and listen, we do it too. Like. The scary right is going to do the things they've actually done. Van, Rokey, except we're Wayne. right. Of course, we're right. Like obviously, but like you run on bookie men, right? Like you don't run on a person. You run on saying the right is going to take this away from you. The same way the left is mm-hmm. only running on the gay people are going to kidnap your children and put them in sparkle tops and. And Put here's them on the, Broadway. Here's like, the
0: thing now. This goes from a theoretical we need to overturn Roe to, well, it's about to be overturned. What does that mean? A, what does it mean? And now, I mean, again, I don't know if this is a silver lining because I'm not happy about it. No
1: such thing. But it's
0: the idea of Christians, or conservative Christians, I should specify, are going to have to now deal with the repercussions of what they always wanted. So when a woman dies because she couldn't give birth but mm-hmm. abortion wasn't an option, that's... The blood is on the hands of conservative Christians and conservative groups. But they think it's
1: her fault. She had sex. They will absolutely
0: make talking points to throw the scent off them. Right? Like, but again, if it's a rapist was there and now a woman is born. uh, I'm sorry, a baby. a, A rapist is there, impregnated somebody. They are on the hook for making that happen.
1: Who can sue for custody of their child, yeah, which is a, a thing in certain custody. in certain states. That's a hundred percent a thing. They and can obviously,
0: do. not everyone is in dire circumstances when they need to get an abortion. They just yeah. want to have an abortion and also all that too. They are basically taking choices away from people who wanted to have that choice. and you know, now like they have government. To, and they have to answer for that stuff in a way they never had to in the past because what they wanted was theoretical. Now it's going to be real, and they have to answer for that. I wonder, I mean, yes, maybe Democrats will be galvanized to like actually vote for once maybe some people on the fence who are like well both parties are the same and you're an idiot maybe they'll realize okay they're not the same and i gotta vote for the sensible one and maybe there are some conservative christians who grew up in the abortion is always wrong at all right, costs right. who now realize oh shit this is what happens mm-hmm. when you do that it's not good mm-hmm. maybe some of them will get some sense knocked into them and they will also be like I can't be a part of this sure because you know the people pushing this on them do not care about the consequences Can so I-, I don't know if there's a silver linings yeah but that's a shift in how we talk about abortion in the future mm-hmm. because it's no longer the left is trying to kill your babies no no the right stopped that from happening mm-hmm. now they're, the face of abortion is not going to be the fetus that was saved or not saved
1: it's women who die it's because, women who die yeah uh, can I, I, I just have like a brief anecdote and I've been thinking really hard to make sure I, I, I'm not calling somebody by name. Uh, in, in late 2017, I think, um, I had, uh, a dinner and drink with, with a family member of mine, a, uh, a, an aunt of mine who is very wealthy, like, like, oh, like obscenely wealthy. Um. And we were... So, again, it was late 2017. We're all sitting having, you know, drinking wine. It was me and my mom and this aunt of mine. And as I want to do, I got argumentative. And essentially what I heard from this family member of mine was, you're being dramatic. Fucking slow your roll. Nobody actually cares about it. Nobody's actually going after abortion. You need to... It was truly. It was like fundamental gaslighting. You're being insane. You are being dramatic. You are acting like the world is ending. It's fine. It's a president. Nothing really changes under a given administration. Which I guess my response to that was I don't know. Gay marriage felt pretty powerful, but what you know? What the fuck do I know? It didn't affect you personally. So anyway, I you know it's twenty seventeen, and I just sat there and watched a a family member of mine who is wealthy enough she has they have pictures of themselves and Hillary Clinton themselves and george Bush picture of herself and Bill Clinton like is a political person, and to watch this person who I trusted my whole life. Look me dead in the fucking eyes and tell me I was being dramatic, and they're not gonna take down Roe v. Wade. You're and it has taken everything in my heart today not to call this person and scream cry at her. I I understand it's not my personal family member's fault, but this sort of um. <sighs> This view that Roe v. Wade is settled law, nobody's going after it, is this, like, naivete that baby boomers have that I'm fucking done with. I'm really fucking done with people telling me that the things I care about are not important, and boy, this Christmas is going to be fucking terrible, because I'm going to make everybody uncomfortable. I don't think I can be invited.
0: The progressives who sounded the alarm that all this stuff would happen, going back to like even 2016, if you don't get Hillary in office, if I were right about everything I, that ended I, up happening. I am
1: truly furious, and I think I will be for the rest of my life, of the number of, I'm going to say quote-unquote adults. It was 2016, so I was 31. I was an adult. The grown-ups, the boomers or whatever, who just truly dismissed me. And it is a thing I will never forget. I, I, I'm sorry. I, heard, I know this sounds so dramatic and mean. I will remember this for the rest of my fucking life, and I will not forgive those people. I understand that sounds like a lunatic, but fuck yourselves.
0: I heard this week from people who are like, no. well, maybe Hillary should have been a better candidate, or Joe Biden should have been a better... like." Neither of them are my first choices, but I'm not selfish enough to be like, well, they're not doing everything I want, so fuck the country. I'll vote for nobody. God. Like, I am not like that, and they are, and yeah. that, I think, pisses me off more than I the mean, Republicans were. are I like, think nope. I
1: think there, there is a, uh, an instinct of wanting to win more than anything else that, that is something I understand because I'm a deeply fundamentally competitive person, but I think that's what kind of has gotten... That's what we are doing is it's not that... And, of course, I'm just, like, assigning terrible blame to Republicans because they're all monsters, but, like, I don't know if they actually care about fetuses. I think they just want to win. I think they planted their flag in the sand.
0: Well, this is the thing. Like, And this we're like, yeah, I guess
1: we're committed evangelical to Evangelical
0: Christians just decided, okay, abortion a thing Abortion, gay
1: is a thing now. This year it's trans we're, people. We, we have decided we're not well, going to be really mad about men who physically abuse their families. That's not the thing we're going to go after. No, we're
0: nominating them for the Senate.
1: It, it's true. Like things... Like, oh my God. I don't know if this is a good episode. I'm just yelling into the mic. <laughs> I truly just do not understand how people can like people who are, I know people who were abused as children and who were whatever. And like this idea that these people are like, yeah, I was abused as a child, and I'm fine now. I just think everybody else should go through the same abuse as oh me God. because the
0: debt people.
1: Oh, it's, oh Jesus fucking Christ. Like, I paid the off. The medical, or not medical. I paid off student, student debt. Student it sucked.
0: It was not fun. Cause it happened when I was like. <laughs> starting a job and wasn't making anything and it's like oh a chunk of you that also paycheck. bought a
1: fucking house in your 20s you had your shit together long before any of us <laughs> did <laughs> true or false true or false you're true. in your 20s when you bought your condo right
0: it was a condo yeah and
1: anyway, pulled together
0: that was me by the way i that know was not that's parents what i anyway also i had to pay off student loans yeah the idea that i'd be like i want others to suffer because you know i suffered who sits there and says, Well, I had cancer, so how dare you try to cure it?
1: Truly, my, my my parents paid for my college education and it is the thing I'm most grateful about in the entire world. And zero part of me is like, oh, Hammond. Your parents didn't have $100,000 sitting (laughs) around a pay, Go fuck yourself. Truly what I think when people are like, "Um, if you can't go to college, just don't go. Or if you can't afford college, just don't go. Is a real fancy way of saying, if you're poor, stay in your station. You don't get to come up with us. Like, if you are poor, you need to stay poor. This is
0: what will piss me off about. What Joe Biden ends up doing because you're he already, has because made it Joe very, Biden
1: for a thing he hasn't done yet. Yeah. Okay. Because
0: uh, he said like <laughs> he could, he could just eliminate student oh. debt, and he's made it very clear. I'm not going to do that. I'm I'm not going to do nothing, you guys. But I'm not going to do that. It's like, dude, Republicans are getting away with all crazy uh-huh. shit, and you're trying to moderate yourself. So Stop it.
1: It's because truly I believe Democrats want to do the right thing and Republicans want to win. Right, right. And and and, and so what Joe Biden is saying is That's gerrymandering
0: for, for you, by the way, too. Oh, Jesus. New York of is the state is. where the democratically like the Democratic majority courts like, you guys gotta stop gerrymandering. This is illegal. They don't do that shit in Texas.
1: I mean, every <laughs> other fucking push alert I get is like this court struck down Wisconsin's new laws, and sometimes mm-hmm. it's Democrats, and sometimes it's Republicans. It's all fucking garbage. What was I talking about? No, I was on, a pr- on a point. The
0: gerrymandered states where yes. Republicans are doing it, yeah. they just let them get away with it. But in New York, the Democratic Sup- the oh, uh, Court of Appeals or whatever, the yeah. highest court there, is like, you guys, you're gerrymandering. You can't do that. Like We play by the rules. Right, and that's the annoying thing, because that's what happens when you play by the rules, and it wouldn't be a problem if everyone did, but that's not how the game works.
1: But, like, if Obama all of a sudden did this, like, fucking dictatorship, none of us would be on board for him, but the GOP is like, oh, yeah, you seem like you have a big dick. I guess you can (laughs) lead us. Uh, I just...
0: I have other stories.
1: Who cares? I
0: know. How long I'm are we been recording? Uh, seven and a half hours. <laughs> I'm going to move to this other story because I, ask you those I do
1: insincerity. I
0: do have another Supreme Court story that I thought was going to be the one we were going to talk about, oh, yeah? and then this until happened. <laughs> yeah. But um, let me jump to a different one just so I can get off the court for a second because this is you just, just told a me it's another scary. Supreme Court story. Uh, there is another one. I'll oh, get to Oh, it's that just in a not second.
1: that one. Okay. Yeah. Here's
0: here's this story. Get this. Yeah. About five years ago, this teenager. Um, We talked about this on the podcast when it happened about five years ago. Tell me if you remember this. I won't. Uh, There was a teenager at a private Christian school. Okay. A high schooler. She got pregnant. And like visibly pregnant. That's what happens with pregnancies. Yeah. And so they basically... She had a decision to make. Like, well, it's getting to the point where people know I'm pregnant... Do I get an abortion? And she said, well, I'm a good Christian girl. I go to this Christian school. I don't want to have an abortion. Mm-hmm. Like, I would feel bad about that, so I want to keep the baby. And because she kept the baby, it kind of gave away the fact that she had premarital sex. So what did the high school do? They said, you can't graduate with your classmates. No. You, don't get walk,
1: you don't get to walk
0: on the stage... And like she missed, she got punished. How do because, people feel
1: good about on, these decisions that this, they make? This is
0: not the story good we're news, talking everybody,
1: about. I made sure a pregnant teen couldn't walk with her class. I'm doing God's yeah. work.
0: The the conversation what I'm doing.
1: me and you had
0: several years ago, and this is the conversation. You're you're shaking your fist like a victory <laughs> sign I'm or whatever. Um, the thing we talked about years ago is, well, what did the school want her to do? What was the message the school was sending? Because the sex happened. What did you want her to do after that? Get an did abortion you want... and not tell
1: anybody yes, and live with her shame for the rest of her life.
0: If she got an abortion and no one knew she was pregnant, guess what? She would have gotten everything she ever wanted. But because she did what the school and her religion taught mm-hmm. her to do, she actually ended up getting punished. And so it raised these weird ethical issues about like, what did you want from her? Because I feel like, the school handled this the worst possible way. I feel like
1: we talked about it a little bit with the Bennett story of, like, she was just living her life and didn't want to actively lie, a, and they're mad a, at her. A lesbian oh, a in lesbian, the same-sex uh, uh, marriage. A lesbian fucking, uh, what's the... Coach. No, no, no. It's the thing with the ball nets ball and that. No, no. Tennis. They have the the handles with the nets on the end. Lacrosse. Lacrosse. Ah. She's a lacrosse coach. But it was the same thing of like, yeah. she was in a relationship with a woman and did not have to, dis- I might be remembering this wrong, but didn't have to disclose it, but felt it was the right thing to do. And the school was like, literally go kill herself. And I feel like that's a similar thing to hear of like- so- Clean up your own mess or we're going to shame you.
0: The reason I bring that up is the the conversation about that story was, well, what did the school want? What's the message they're sending because they're punishing the wrong thing based on their own standards? Well, they don't want you to have sex. So here's the new story. Here's the one that came out this week. There is a school, Christian school, Memphis, Tennessee. It's called Visible Music College. I'm not familiar Visible with it. It's very small. Col- it's called Visible Music College. It's a bunch music of people college. synesthesia. It's about 100 kids. Very funny. It's about 100 <laughs> people all together. It's a very small school. Fine. So here's the story. This is where it gets disturbing. Okay. There is a, a senior at the college. Her yeah. name is Mara. And basically, as the story goes, last, like, last November-ish, last year sometime, she says, I was sexually assaulted mm-hmm. by a student uh, at the school. And so what do you do if you're in her situation? She said, well, I'm going to report this because, like, there's two things I got to do. I got to report this to the police because what he did was a crime. Mm. And I got to report this to the school because Title IX, like, I got to make sure, sure this guy is not in my classes. I want to make sure, like, I, she's like, I don't even think they're going to expel this kid because maybe there's the proof isn't there or something. But at the very least, I don't want him to be in my classes with me. Yeah. And I think that's a fair ask. So that's what she did. She told the school what happened.
1: uh, You mean the school was like, hey, you don't want the man who physically and emotionally assaulted you to be in your class? Go fuck yourself. Is that what they said?
0: Essentially. So the police said we don't have enough evidence here to make an arrest.
1: Police only like mm, evidence when it's against men. I'm really going to take out this week. Go ahead.
0: So the police said we don't have enough evidence, which shouldn't affect the school's investigation because she wasn't asking for them to expel the kid or anything. She's saying, you got to get him out of here. Also, if
1: I get mugged and I go tell somebody, they're like, is there any evidence that you got mugged? Uh, you know, you know how people leave a lot of evidence when they physically assault you because they really want you to be able to catch them. I don't this know. This is the, why I love cops. I don't know the
0: situation. Like, drink it more sounds... wine. You told me you're gonna drink the rest
1: of that wine. I will.
0: You they, won't. They basically like it might have been a thing where he said it was consensual, she said it wasn't. So, like the evidence is that he said she said story. That's why the police weren't acting on it, because they're like, all we have is your story here. All we that's have is why. you
1: saying you got assaulted, and yes. that's not enough question. To mark? Arrest him, yes. Literally, so, the police Not the
0: point of the story. No,
1: we're going to talk about how the police are terrible. Fucking go ahead. All
0: right. So the school's administration said, we're not going to remove this guy from your classes because... We're
1: going to assign him as your roommate so you can learn a lesson about being (laughs) slutty.
0: Because the police didn't arrest him. And they're not going to conduct a Title IX investigation because the alleged assault happened off campus, at her apartment off campus. And Trump's, and Trump and Betsy DeVos passed a rule when she was in office that basically said Title IX investigations don't have to occur if something happens off-campus. Biden's administrations trying to reverse that hasn't happened yet, but that's what the school said. They said we don't have to investigate this because it didn't happen right here. So our hands are clean. I haven't thought about
1: Betsy DeVos for a fucking year. You're welcome. And you brought that back to me. Wait,
0: it gets worse. Okay, fuck you. So
1: I'm sorry. You don't deserve. You do deserve (laughs) (laughs) that. So it turns
0: out the person who allegedly assaulted uh, this student. Um, he was brought in for questioning by the school. They just said, we're not going to take action on it based on what we heard. But when he was brought in for questioning, guess what he told school officials? She
1: wanted it. (laughs) She was asking for it.
0: He actually said, well, she confided in me that she slept with her ex-boyfriend. Like, she must have confided a secret to him. That like, yeah, I've, I hooked up with my ex or something, or I slept with him when we were dating. Something like that. She must have told it to this guy in confidence And then she said later he assaulted her. So when this guy gets brought in for questioning and they're like, why did you do this horrible thing? He's Uh like, I didn't. Oh, by the way, this person we're talking about, she had premarital sex with her ex-boyfriend. He tells her that. He tells the school this. And what does the school do next? Murders her. They punish her for having premarital sex. This is from NBC News. Um, The college wanted her to sign what it called a pastoral care contract, confessing to breaking rules on premarital sex. According to a copy of the contract reviewed by NBC News, the student would be required to finish her degree online, barred from campus, and prohibited from talking to other students about her alleged assault she I'm not quoting anymore. she said, "I am not signing that mm. and then she was kicked off of campus. She had to finish up online. She basically got punished because she reported being assaulted uh, uh, nope, that's it like I was gonna say, yeah the yes. story, the headline here is she got a she said she was sexually assaulted, the school punished her for having premarital sex. Those are not the same dude. Those are not the same story, but they are connected. The bottom line is, had she not told them about the assault, she would not be in this predicament right now. So this is why I bring up that first story, which is the schools... What message is the school sending here? Because, again, had she kept quiet about the assault, she would be fine by their standards. But because she came forward, it started a chain of events that led to her... Being punished for it.
1: Yeah, dude. Like, fucking, yeah. Yeah, this is what it is to be a woman in the fucking public is... Go ahead.
0: No, here's the silver... Here's the upside. There is a little upside. She has now filed a complaint with the Department of Education demanding an investigation into the school. And they are on two things. She says, one, evaluate if the school violated the Clery Act, which is a federal campus safety law that requires Hmm. colleges to advise students to report a sexual offense of their rights and assistance options. They did not do that to her. She wants them to be punished for it. The other would examine whether the school discriminated against her under Title IX. So she Which wants the Biden administration obvious. to look into this and punish the school if that's the case. Um, so that's one thing. I don't know what's going to happen there. It's. I'm glad she filed that complaint. I hope they look into this. Um... Ethically, though, again, I want to go back to the what message does this school think it's sending to its students? Because she seems to have done everything you would have wanted her to do, given the circumstances. I and mean, can we and just they her finally
1: admit that nobody cares about women? Like, let's, is there any part of this story that would exist as it is if any of the human people who are part of it respected and believed in women? Truly. I I mean, the message
0: from the school right now is if you're a victim of sexual assault, shut up or we're going to use your past against you. And if you do speak up, then there's that school doesn't have to do anything about it because you know you live two feet over. Um, by the way, schools like BYU, Brigham Young University, I mean, conservative school, you know what they do with circumstances like this? A couple years ago, they said, you know what. We have rules, no premarital sex. If, you, if you're a student at BYU, you got to sign a contract saying that. But this is what they did several years ago. They said, we are going to offer amnesty to students who say they are victims of sexual assault. Where if you report that to us, we are not going to say like, well, were you drunk? Well, did you break that rule? Oh, did you have... Pre- In we're theory,
1: not- they won't say that.
0: Uh, as far as I know, they have lived up to that. But they won't be punished. Students won't be punished. If they come forward with an allegation like that, they will not be punished for having premarital sex or drinking or using drugs if they report an assault that stemmed from those things. Mm. Again, I'm not saying it works every time. I don't know if it does. But the point is, of course, that's the right thing to do if you're a religious school because you want students to come to you if they're in danger.
1: They don't want that. They want the male students to thrive and the women to be there too, and deal with whatever. Ha- no, truly, like really and truly, we have seen this time and time again that judges, fucking school officials, or whomever, care much more about the hypothetical future of boys than they do about the effects of sexual assault on women. They see boys, they see boys and young men as. Uh, future leaders of America and they say they see women as wives who just have to kind of fucking deal with it. I am a person who was raped twice on my in college and they are both off campus and also never did it even occur to me to say anything to anybody because... And not just that. Oh, if I say something to somebody, it will could turn into this woman's thing, right? Of you're the bad guy because you had sex in the first time. And in both cases, it was men I invited back to my house. And um, but just like, what would I have said? You know, I brought this guy home with me. I told him with very clear language that I didn't want to have sex with him. And then he initiated sex anyway. And I felt too scared to tell him to stop and thought it was safer to go through with it and come out on the other side than maybe anger this this person who is with me. And not for a fucking second did I consider going to anybody outside my immediate friends because there was nobody that I believed would care or help me. And I am fucking 36 years old and still dealing with the repercussions of being fucking sexually assaulted in my own bed. And now I listen to fucking Samuel Alito talking about what he thinks women should be able to do and just, they don't care. I, I think that's, it hurts my whole entire fucking heart to have to say this, that like people in charge don't care. They don't care about me as a woman. They don't care about you, haven't as a brown person. They care about making money and keeping the economy rolling so they can keep making money for rich people. And if a man got mugged and went to the cops and said, hey, I got mugged, they would never say, were you drinking, what were you wearing? Did you tell him that you wanted to give him your wallet or whatever? But anytime a woman says a man assaulted me, it's... What did you tell him? What were you drinking? What were and what
0: secrets do you know? What secrets
1: the, do you have? And did you have mm-hmm. sex with somebody else? Because if you had sex with somebody else, that automatically means that you want to have sex with mm-hmm. this other guy. It's it is again, and, and I'm having Hemet has scribbled out so the time it. so many times. He <laughs> it is reminding women that were in this alone you, Truly, my clan, my crew, my group are other women who have also faced assaults from men and have been treated like shit because guess who else cares about women? Absolutely nobody. Absolutely fucking nobody. Nobody gives a shit that I got raped. Nobody gives a shit about me. They give a shit about if I had ruined this guy's future by accusing him of doing the thing he did of me. So when I am sitting in a bar on a Monday night trying to not be miserable for a second, and I got a fucking push alert that Samuel Alito was like, fucking finally, roe the main problem of our country is gone. It reminds me again and again and again and again that they don't care about women. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm about to cry. We don't care about women in this country. If you die during childbirth, you should have tried not being poor. If you had a kid out of wedlock, why did you get raped? If you are a single mother, why did you scare the father off? Jesus Christ, a a woman in the, um, the restaurant I go to every Monday night, she's five months pregnant. Her boyfriend just broke up with her because she's too much drama. Oh, God. I, I wish that was like a fun goofy bit that I was doing That's a hundred percent a thing that this woman said to me, and it's just like men get away with so much in this fucking country, and women are constantly bearing the brunt of it, and it's exhausting. I'm so sorry, I haven't you done like you're a fine per you're a fine dude. I just am i am I'm tired in my bones, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm just tired down to my very heart. You are not alone. <sighs> anyway, sorry. You can nope. I'm sorry. It's I, I don't think I stopped talking for 25 minutes. No, it's you're just gonna really hard couple of weeks.
0: Yeah, you're speaking for a lot of people. Um I'm just I have nothing to add to that, so I'm just gonna move on to my other oh, story. Oh, you don't have other
1: rape stories oh, on I, your behalf that you want oh, to Oh no, men? I have
0: three. Oh but, yeah. <laughs> um no, let me get to the other Supreme Court one, while you take a breather for a second. Thanks. This is the one I thought was going to be news, and then clearly, not <laughs> and the then news. here we are. But I'll try to summarize what happened because I I did find the case interesting. Uh, Supreme Court ruled on this decision this week, which is why it was in the news. Here's the story: Boston City Hall. Outside City Hall, they have three flags. One's like a U.S. flag. One's a flag of the city of Boston. Boston
1: City Hall is also a uh, a. Construction thing that I'm obsessed with. It's called fuck. Okay, it doesn't matter. You keep talking. It's about concrete and it's it, called, there's a lot
0: of concrete. I have no idea what's called, but they have a third brutalist flight.
1: brutalist architecture. Brutalist? I have so many so many it thoughts looks on like brutalist. A arch- no, it is from it was huge in like the 60s and 70s that they did brutalist architecture in government buildings because it was very like we just need a physical building It doesn't need to be pretty. <laughs> I'm
0: looking at and, it right and now. And so, no, and that so people seems accurate.
1: And Boston is a gorgeous city, and yeah. they put in this brutalist <laughs> hall, and people are like. Go fuck yourself, you guys! You put this slab of concrete in our beautiful historic. Anyway, I know things about architecture. I'm a smart,
0: so the third flagpole. (laughs) So the third flagpole is there, like
1: yeah. If anyone wants it, I'm sorry. I was thinking about myself. You said there's an American flag,
0: yeah, and a Boston flag, and like a third flag, a Boston
1: flag or Massachusetts flag. I don't
0: know, but the third flagpole is like a. Do you want it? Go ahead and fill out the form. Is this a Christian
1: flag story? And We've so talked about this before, we right?
0: So they said you could put up a flag. Uh, just fill out the form. And basically, by and large, they said yes to everybody. Um, and was their the idea, story- like,
1: put up a Puerto Rican flag to represent...
0: Yeah, and that they would do a of lot thing? of countries because if they had a dignitary visiting the okay, city, okay. they would put up a flag. For so that their country. idea was
1: this is specifically for non-national flags.
0: Yeah, I mean, okay. I, I, sometimes a bank said we're sponsoring a thing or we have a special <laughs> the day. Bank of
1: America flag. And the
0: Bank of America flag goes up. <laughs> yes, yeah. that is a thing that actually happened. Fuck,
1: that was a joke nope, I made.
0: That's the thing. Like uh, anyone could f- fill out the Capitalism form. Capitalism is so it. cool and okay. good. So. The story was there was yeah. a guy named Harold Shirtlef, Shirtlef, and he's the founder of a thing called Camp Constitution, which, if you can't Camp tell by the name, is a Christian no, hearts, no, because it's a Christian nationalist pro insurrection, pro insurrection type of group.
1: It makes me want to nope. fart.
0: Nope. Nope. Didn't you nope. watch
1: Slither Shirts? I have as no a kid? idea
0: what you're talking about. Wait, really? I've heard of it. So oh, geez, this, this guy in 2017, the the, the mega Camp Constitution guy. He wants to put up a Christian flag, which is basically a flag with a cross. It's like a blue flag with a red cross,
1: right? Yeah, so he wants to
0: put that up. And it's to commemorate Constitution Day and Citizenship Day. And the city of Boston looks at the application and says, we're not going to do this. And the reason they basically gave is... I this is a christian flag and we don't want to be in the business of endorsing any religion so it's not like they said yes to a muslim group or an atheist group or a satanist group they said we just don't want to be in the business of putting up a religious so flag. i feel
1: like the the coming conversation is going to be well we're christians if a Muslim group, because it's always this hypothetical thing. Yeah. yeah, we're Christians and we want to do this. But hypothetically, if there's a Hindu group, right. they could do it too. But that never happens. No, the, so I'm the city said we the, would have
0: said no to everybody. They're just like
1: we don't do religion. We don't do religion. Period. Yeah.
0: Okay. And now the argument from the other side is, well, you put up a flag of like uh Portugal, um, and their flag And they're
1: famously Christian question mark? What,
0: some of the flags that they put up for national uh, for national flags that they put up there do have crosses in them sometimes because okay. other countries may have crosses in the they flags. They also
1: have the color red in them a lot. Can I just fly but, a red flag because I want it? What the fuck the is argument, happening? But
0: the city's argument is, well, we didn't put it up there because it has a Christian symbol. We put it up because we want to honor this country that happens to be here. That's like and being, just because they have a Christian symbol on it doesn't mean we're endorsing it. It's like being like,
1: oh, we're not going to fly an Australian flag because that's has the union jack in it. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about?
0: So basically, this is the dilemma that Fucking they've been fighting about. I'm this so guy wants to- shi- Are you guy- mad about shush. shit?
1: Like, no, I no. won't shush. shush. All of these people complain about is this dumb shit. And we're <laughs> like, hey, women keep dying in childbirth. Maybe we should do something like, no, our flag needs to be in Boston. Yeah. Fuck these people.
0: So this guy files a lawsuit saying, "I want my Christian flag up there because you allow Christian symbols. You just didn't like mine." And Boston's argument is, "But we don't allow any religious flags Boston's up there. Argument we don't be go
1: jump up your own ass until you're inside out." Is what they Wait, should have said.
0: Yes, that's what they should have said. Mm-hmm. But um, and they did and not all say the courts, that? all the courts, like including a U.S. district judge mm-hmm. said, "There's nothing to suggest." They have some improper preference for, like, non-religion over religion. They're not selectively treating any groups. They're treating all religious groups equally. So, of course, we're ruling in Boston's favor of course. here. Um, and
1: then it got appealed up to the Supreme Court. It, the Supreme Court is like, Christians deserve everything. You
0: got the right idea. So, it gets to the Supreme Court.
1: I wish I was dead right I now. Know. I literally wish I was dead instead Here's of listening the argument, to this story. But there is an, there's Hemet, a twist that I Hemet, do want to talk about. There's a balcony behind me. I know.
0: So... Basically, the Supreme Court's decision, which was unanimous, which was unanimous. I don't feel confident about what you're about to say. I know. They basically said, look, if you have... There's two things you could do. If everyone thought this was a government-sponsored flagpole...
1: Which they do, because it's on government property. Hang on.
0: If it was a government-sponsored flagpole... Can't we just
1: have some common sense for a fucking second? Hold on. Hold on.
0: I want to explain this without getting it wrong. If it's a government-run flagpole then the government has a right to say we don't want to endorse like anything that doesn't fall in line with government values, whatever. But what Boston did, the court said, is they created a public forum. And as soon as you say it's a public forum, you don't get to say we're going to allow the bank's flag and the country's flag, but not a religious flag. You can't say no to one group. Now, here's where it gets weird.
1: The balcony is five feet away from me. I'm going off.
0: wait. Before you do. You
1: give me 45 seconds to, con- to like convince a, me not to throw myself off this balcony. A
0: bunch of church-state separation groups. Not um, helping. American Human Association, yeah, yeah, Americans yeah. United. They all said, no, side with Boston. They, they don't want anyone to get the wrong idea about what they stand for. Good. So, of course, they should be allowed to say no to religious flags. That's a good idea that upholds church-state separation. The ACLU sided with the guy... The Christian guy saying you can't just say no to religious flags when you allow everything else. Here's what I found interesting about this decision. I think
1: ACLU is one of the most interesting uh, 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 groups that's ever existed. I truly do. I because they have defended the KKK. They've defended this guy. I I want to believe that they think uh, that they're truly doing their best, but this doesn't make me feel great. I'm going
0: to blow your mind in a second. But Stephen Breyer... I don't
1: have a mind flip. Stephen
0: Breyer wrote the decision for the unanimous court, and here's what he wrote in there. Boston could easily have done more to make it clear that it wished to speak for itself by raising flags, meaning they should have said this is a government-sponsored flag, but they didn't. They said it was a public forum. He goes on to say the city's lack of meaningful involvement in the selection of flags or the crafting of their messages leads us to classify the flag raisings as private, not government, speech. Because it was a public forum, so anything goes. Though nothing prevents Boston from changing its policies going forward. couple things about this. Here's where it gets interesting. So what they're
1: saying is, you're wrong, but you're right?
0: What they're saying is, Boston, you are wrong. You could not say no to the Christian flag, but if you just change your rules right now. So it's a
1: it was a, a, a not a a technical thing. Right? Like right it, it seems to me that if they had said specifically, we don't put up religious flags.
0: Boston, you mean? Boston yeah, Boston, Boston is Boston. a city
1: and said specifically we do not put up any flags that spec that specifically reflect a religion.
0: They still couldn't do that.
1: Okay. Why?
0: As soon as you open the door to letting a bank file an application to put up their flag. Oh, a country, I mean, I want to be clear. You cannot say no to I'm... religion. If Boston just said, like, oh, well, you know s- what? Okay. That third
1: flag, I see. it's just I one see. of
0: ours. And we're going to put up, like, the, the things we want to put up. Because it's not open to you, sure, a citizen. Sure. It's not open to you. But we're going to put... If you did that, Boston, okay. you can get away with it. But as soon as you say... It's like the invocation thing. If you open the doors to invocations, yeah. uh-huh. you don't get to say no because you just... Don't want to have any religious invocation. You have to open the door to everybody, okay. or you say no invocation. Yeah, it's Same everybody principle. or nothing. Now, one thing that's interesting that was pointed out online I'm, is okay. that Stephen Breyer seems to go out of his way in this decision to say, "Look, there is Stephen a different Breyer who's well,
1: like a centrist, a rightish." Yes. Yeah. But right left.
0: No, right. no, he's left. left. He's the guy who's Ketanji Brown Jackson is going to replace yes, in a yes, second. Yes, so yes, he's yes, liberal. Yes, yes. Okay. What he's saying is there's government speech which is restricted, and you can decide what to do. Okay, but as soon as you open the door to private uh, to to a public forum. Anything goes, you don't get to say no to it. Okay. That's the delineation he's making. I get which that. Which is interesting because guess what other cases before the Supreme Court as we speak? It's the one with the football coach who wanted to pray at midfield. Oh. And we don't have a decision in that yet. But what's interesting is the questions they were asking that guy was like the big question at the center of this football coach who's like, I'm a football coach, but I want to pray at the 50-yard line after mm, games so is, well, were you doing that as a coach? Or as a guy who was off the clock and the argument from all these groups was Was you are on the clock because you're a football coach you still have responsibilities after the game. Yes, we
1: talked about it last week of you're a coach and like it's not like you're just responsible for your students while they're actively competing. Your
0: job doesn't end when the refs sound the whistle. Which
1: I think is an important distinction to make.
0: Which if Breyer's going out of his way in this Boston case to say Boston created a public forum so anything goes had they just made it you know, government speech. They could have restricted it. That might be interesting only because uh, only because they might say in the football coach's case, well, that was easily construed as government speech so the school district had a right to say you can't do that. That's my hope. That's my, like, my interpretation here is saying like, wow, they're making it very clear. These are the two paths. Yeah. And of course, if you're a coach at a public school and you're On the job, it's not a public forum where you get to do anything you want. So either they're going to follow that to its logical conclusion Mm. and rule against the football coach, or they're going to just be hypocrites. I think it's (laughs) adorable
1: that you think that they have, like... I know uh, like a straightforward like <laughs> ideology and not just like, ah, this guy's white. He seems fine.
0: I should say. Um, so a couple of the reactions, the aftermath, because, so again, that I said disgusting. the AC, the ACLU is on the side of the Christian flag here. But Americans United said. Wait,
1: do, I, do, yeah. I'm sorry. You, human, you as a human being. Do you feel like there is a logical conclusion from the ACLU about this flag? Like no, I, I am talking about like outside of your personal release. Yeah. I want to hear about y- if if this was an atheist or whatever. Yeah. What is your genuine...
0: I think Boston was right to say we don't want anyone to get the wrong idea Uh by putting up a religious flag, whether it's a Satanist one or a Christian one or an atheist one. If we put that up there, people might think we are endorsing it. It is better off... Boston, the
1: famously Muslim city.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's better off if we don't play that game. We're just going to say, like, no political uh, flags, no religious flags, nothing contentious. To me,
1: like that, like that are like, I feel like all flags are inherently symbolic of and something and therefore have a statement that is beyond the flag. That's the, the
0: ACLU's position, which is you don't get to play this viewpoint counts, this one doesn't. Everything is a viewpoint. So yeah. if you create the opportunity, then you got to let everything slide Boston could just fix this by passing a, Truly,
1: a it's an proposition easy
0: fix. that says, well, guess what? Now that's closed, so no one gets to do it. They could totally do that.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and we'll see what they end up doing. I should say, um, this happened either today or yesterday. Uh, the Satanic Temple days. applied to put up their flag. Did they? So we'll see. I mean, Boston Y'all, gets to choose.
1: Satanic Temple, temple. you guys are... Um, doing good work.
0: Americans United said, who did not like the outcome, Americans they said United governments.
1: Uh, against the separation of church and state, yeah. for the separation of church and state, against anti-separation of church state. I have no idea what you state.
0: just said. But Ace, the Americans United said, governments might avoid that by closing the forum at any time. Additionally, the yeah. flags flying above City Hall would have been government speech if Boston had said so in a policy or exercised. I truly more don't discretion. understand
1: how a flag pull on government pop. Property is not government speech, and I do I, I mm-hmm. understand the idea so of that was like, the city's argument. We're, we're raising a flag for a specific group inside, right? Like I'm sure that's American how they, atheist said that's exactly what
0: you are saying, which is
1: I'm Armenian and a Bostonite, and I want my flag up there to be whatever. I am Catholic, and uh, you know I'm uh, Iranian, uh, but and that's fine. But like Christianity is a different.
0: Just it's not. No, different. you can't. You don't get to treat it that way. American no, atheists. You're, right. Put you're it 100% this way. right. Yes. Once you're right, Boston raises the Christian flag, other religious organizations will rush into the melee and force Boston to raise their own flags, giving the impression that this is government speech. That is the problem. They said, American atheists said, it didn't have to be this way. And they added, from now on, governments must be careful about how they use their flagpoles, which is a simple way to say, guys, just. Clean up your stupid rules. Tighten so it this up. Tighten it up. Tighten it up so it's not a problem.
1: Can okay. I ask, when you did your, uh, your not sermon, that's not the right uh-huh. word, but um, your whatever, Naperville City Hall. Oh,
0: I did an invocation. Uh, invocation, this, yeah. that's
1: the word. Um, I don't know, do you think there is anything there to kind of bring into, okay, they have this They had an
0: open forum, anyone could give an invocation, so following the lead of many people who have done it, I'm like, all right, fine, I'm going to sign up. And that's not
1: to say that we atheists have a flag, although I do want to low-key pitch one that's just just me and Hammond's face (laughs) on an orange flag, and it's going to be cartoonish and terrible. Um, but I, I guess what I'm saying is like there is something about organizational religion that exists outside anything else because we we as atheists, fucking God knows, we're not a group that does shit together. It is beyond hurting cats. Like him and I barely agree in anything. Like. So we don't have a un a unanimous group to say like here please represent us. Right, right. right. It can be again can't be clear enough a flag with my and Hammett's face on it and that represents you and I me have personally. No idea what we're talking about it. No, I'm just thinking about the idea of okay, there's a third flagpole. Yeah, who gets that? And the answer is no matter what, it's only people who are organized enough that they have a flag. Is what I'm trying to mm. say. Of
0: Which automatically restricts some people. Again, Boston exactly. would be better That's off exactly what I'm saying. just saying, "You know what? We're closing the forum. We get to decide what goes up there, not the public. Listen, no application. Put a Easy molasses fix.
1: flag up, and mm-hmm. everybody can Guess remember." Guess what? The- you don't
0: need three flags. Just put up two. You're fine. No one was complaining. I
1: made a funny molasses flood joke. Do you know anything about that? No. There's a molasses flag. I think it was in Boston. <laughs> It was truly just capital S being like, we don't need screws in this container, do we? We can just, like, hold the molasses container together by wishes and dreams. Anyway, a lot of people died. It's a tr- It's a 100% true story. You should listen to more history podcasts. Got it. I, it
0: okay, last story, because... Again, I, we have
1: more stories. I feel what, like we've been talking one. for three was, hours. This is
0: number four. Um, <laughs> And it's troubling only because this one is a little closer to home. Okay, this is disturbing. You're not going to like it. Both. Um,
1: when's the last time you've said anything I've liked?
0: Yeah, that's true. So <laughs> there is a video that was circulating recently that I saw cause I'm a masochist like this mm-hmm. and it showed, sorry, cover your ears, just lower the volume for a second. It showed me. Year, it showed an eight year old girl, Indian girl who was having her hair plucked out piece by her, piece, her, her hair, head hair, yeah. Why was she doing this? I've... It was a religious ritual. In India? Yeah. And I what want to talk about... What religion is it? I'll tell you.
1: Okay. But
0: basically, this is the video for like a minute. They show them ripping out this girl's hair and she's stoic and not flinching. and doing it. old did you it. say she was? Eight. So here's... I that's... got
1: my eyebrows threaded when I was 15 and cried for yeah. an hour.
0: So here's the backstory of what the hell was going on. Yeah. Uh, this girl is a member of a religion called Jainism, J A I N. Guess what? That's the religion I was raised in. Oh my and God. So, what, what she is doing here is, and I'll read you a little glimpse okay, from I, an article about I her. I just
1: want to like put some context in here is like, I know not grew up as Jain, and I also know we've been doing this podcast for 5,000 years. Yeah. And never has Jainism yeah. come up in it this show. It doesn't come up. Because much. it is the chillest. <laughs> It's like, basically, their whole thing is vegetarianism and don't sit on ants on your chair. Yeah,
0: I mean... That's uh, all
1: I know about (laughs) jainism.
0: We've said many things about, like, Sam Harris, but Sam Harris... Can you give, like, an overarching
1: idea of what jainism
0: is? In The End of Faith, when he's talking about how all religion is horrible and Uh, moderates cover up for the extremists... Janes are chill. One of the things he said is well Jainism preaches nonviolence. Mm-hmm. They that's kind of their the guiding whole thing. Tenet. Yeah. So Sam Harris wrote A Rise of Jain Fundamentalism would endanger no one. In fact, the uncontrollable spread of Jainism throughout the world would improve our situation immensely. And I remember reading that at the time and being like, I don't think I've ever heard of, uh, an uh- atheist Mention my religion, How? much less say, like, yeah, all these religions are bad, but
1: you know what? This is when one's did not you so read bad. that? Or can that, you give that me that? That like came a... out
0: in '06, I think. Oh,
1: so and that's when you read it.
0: That's probably when and I read it. And at that
1: time, were you an atheist? You I was already
0: an atheist, I was just okay. shocked because, How did that of course, make feel? I was just surprised that. Not only did they mention religion's bad, but you know what? A religion dedicated to nonviolence, kind of good,
1: which, I which do is f- weird. I do which feel like weird. Jainism, it tends to be... It's like someone be...
0: mentions like, your little thing is... that no one knows about, Yeah, and someone suddenly mentions it, and you're like, oh my God, you know my life, because no one knows my life. I think, my think my Jainism
1: and Sikhism, well, I think being Sikh is a little more uh, uh, mainstream, quote unquote. Yes. I think those have a similar uh, uh, vibe to them of. Very chill, what, very positive. Very people. chill, and also, I think, very specifically inward looking and yeah. not outward looking, which I think I, I, I would say, I don't want to speak for you, but uh-huh. like most Christianity. A main problem <laughs> is that they are outward looking and want all of us to do their shit. Whereas sure. my understanding, and I could be wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and C. We don't
0: proselytize. Don't
1: proselytize. So, just do their shit.
0: This girl, her name is Angie A A N G I. Eight years she's old. Eight. Here's the story that I could take from several different articles about this. Um, at, she began studying Jainism, um, studying <laughs> um, during the Practicing. pandemic after her aunt inspired her to do it. As and, a child as a child and she said basically her aunt became a nun and she was super inspired by this so during the pandemic when she's at home we do um she decided she wants to become a nun which is fine you're six you could say whatever you want be a princess be a nun whatever yeah but that means in her case like if you're actually becoming a jane Uh like priest a monk Uh a nun um you're taking a vow that you're basically committing it's like a baptism what flavor of vow
1: like what do you it's Is it?
0: It's words, but basically you're saying I'm committing to this for life. It's, it's like a baptism But it's not like
1: abstinence point. or like here's the things I'm saying. Uh, I guess you know, if you don't know, I don't know. a good know.
0: question and I don't know the answer Thank to that. Thank you. It's but a thing I think about a lot. They do say give up your worldly possessions. You don't get to own shit because you don't need shit.
1: Which is but a fundamental religious thing.
0: That also Nons includes have... her family. Like, no, you don't need them anymore. Uh, I'm sorry,
1: Hemet. Yep. Her family... She's eight. Aren't things that she owns. They are
0: things that like you think you need. They bring you. No, no, no. You live with us now. Uh-huh. Oh, no. uh uh-huh. And Wait, also you don't I'm get to so live sorry. in a house. What country
1: are we? India. We're in India. You okay. don't
0: get to live in a house. That's a materialistic thing. You are now a nomad. You stay with other people. And here's the thing. When I was a kid and we lived among more Janes than I feel like I do now uh-huh. but just more in our community in Z- the area.
1: Is the South? Oh uh, no no no. Oh, no. Up here? This
0: is straight up in the suburbs. Chicago's a hub. Chicago's I was born here, but there's a hub of Indians in around Chicago. Oh, there's also places. In, I didn't go to school I know, with all of them. I know. New Jersey is another hub. Houston's another hub. Truly, but I remember
1: is, being mean to a substitute teacher. Cause we're like, um, her name is Sahija. Can you not pronounce that? It was just such a thing. My of like,
0: name was the pause you made before you said my name. That's how I knew it was me. Anyway. So the point is
1: people email me and don't know how to spell your
0: name. Our religious circles. <sighs> okay. A You would see, like, hey, we're going to this family friend's house. Why? Because there are monks and nuns who are coming to stay with them for a few days. So, of course, we're going to go there, offer them some food, be nice to them. You're going to
1: their to my
0: friend's house because their family is hosting them, like a foreign exchange student, but just for like a week or two. Yeah. And then the monks and nuns are gonna go somewhere else because they don't have a place to live because that's a materialistic Uh, thing.
1: Okay, fine. It's one kind of nomadic. Say, yeah, yeah, it's a very old school religious thing. Yes,
0: to say you are like 30 years old and you decide this is going to be my life. All yeah. right, you do you. percent This girl is eight. Now, Not what okay. is her family saying about this decision? Of course, they're egging her on. And here's what an article said about her. Um, her father said she was tested by her gurus and they found her eligible to become a monk. She spent nearly two years with monks and will now live her life in monkhood. She refused mobile phone, precious gifts, and clothes. She sat on a nine-day fast with a demand for Diksha, which is the vows, about five months ago. My aunt
1: took... Nine-day fast? uh She's eight. Her brain broke.
0: My aunt took Diksha in the past, and she is the inspiration for the girl. My entire family feels proud that a girl from our family is renouncing the materialistic world. Okay. Few things to break down there. One, yes, nine day fast. This is a thing I have experienced in my family. Have you? You heard this, this is not a thing that only the monks and nuns do. If you do our like the Jane Hanukkah, like the the week long holy days uh-huh. thing, people fast, and if they don't. Like, if you're extreme, but a layman, mm-hmm. you fast, but maybe you drink water, and that's sure. okay, but you don't eat mm-hmm. for, like, a week. It's insane. I have to be so bad. Yep. Some people... Jessica's gone. I will keep talking. Some people might say, okay, you know what? I can't go that far because that's insane, so maybe I will eat once a day, but that's it. I'm only going to sit down and eat once, and that's kind of fasting. But the point is, like, even lay people in the Jain religion often fast and they'll do it in their own ways and why do they do it because fasting is supposed to be a way that purifies your body and it purifies your mind and it shows you know what i don't need food to make me happy i can be happy on my own so that's kind of the idea that's again it boggles my mind um, when i wrote I Sold My Soul on eBay many years ago, I made a point of mentioning that one of the things that really tipped me away from organized religion as a whole was the fact that my sister at the time, younger sister, was like, she wanted to be a devout, good religious girl. Yeah. And she decided, you know what? I am going to fast for eight days in middle school. In middle, And I'll drink water and stuff, but nothing else. And it's like, do none of you see that that's a bad idea? Do none of you, are none of you discouraging her from doing this? No. Not only did they encourage her, they threw her a friggin' party what? at the end of it. And so this girl, <laughs> this family, is like, yes, our daughter fasted for nine days. She doesn't need a phone. We're very proud of her, etc." Um, I just want to point out, we mentioned the Sam Harris quotation, like mm. uh, the rise in... Uh, spread of Jainism in the world uh, yeah. Meant, like yeah, the spread of Jainism I mean, in the cattle would not... industry
1: wouldn't do great with Jainism.
0: <laughs> like Jains <laughs> are not hurting other people, but it doesn't mean you can't hurt yourself. and there are stories a few years ago, and I can't verify this, but I did read stories in various wires services that some 13 year old girl died because she fasted for sixty eight days, and I have no idea how legit that story is. Of course, it's a weird anomaly, but like, who thought that was a good idea? If you are raised to think you're purifying your body, of course, then fasting for any length of time is seen as Uh, a good thing.
1: Can I pause it on something that has to do with uh, women and their nutrition? Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know. Maybe this is just me doing my own garbage, but when I hear about young girls who fast for many days for children what it makes me think of is <laughs> truly what it makes me think of is like when I had mono in high school or in college rather and I was 140 pounds and I was suddenly 120 pounds and everybody kept telling me how good I looked and I was like oh I haven't eaten more than two slices of bread in three months Honestly, I'm going through like the same thing now if I've, I've lost a lot of weight because it's literally just like depression has fucked my shit up. And so all of this and and obviously I am it's coming to, to this, see how
0: this could be abused.
1: It, I think girls and women are almost always, especially in contexts like these, of being like, Your health doesn't matter. Your appearance matters. Mm -hmm. And I think, and we're going to talk in the bonus episode about Oprah who had some (laughs) shit about this. Okay, Uh, We're going to talk so much about Oprah. There's a podcast called Oprah Demix. I don't want people to have to tune in to the after thing. Listen to Oprah Demix. It's my favorite podcast. But we i grew up certainly in a place where like if you were skinny you're healthy and if you're fat you're bad and so when this shit comes up of oh yeah. my girl is fasting for this long it to me it's the same thing of look how skinny my daughter is look at how little my daughter mm. eats because we as a culture celebrate small women and think that them eating and consuming less is better and like truly it's fucked and we're living with it.
0: A couple of quick thoughts to end this particular story. It is very ironic that a religion known for not killing anything, not killing animals, is inflicting cruelty upon this girl. And you said
1: 68 days? That was
0: the girl that died. This Who died? one did it for nine days, but now she's gonna become a monk for life. She's eight.
1: Well, famously, eight year olds only make. That's why every adult is a fireman.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> And, like, here's the thing, if you told me this girl's, if her family said, she's getting married, she's eight, she found the love of her life, of course everyone would be like, the hell? No, she's not. No, she, I don't care if she says she loves the guy, she doesn't, she's eight.
1: I think it's Cuckoo Bananas Crazy fans that we ask 18-year-olds to decide their fucking life forever, let alone in
0: eight-year-olds. Agreed. Like, there's no reason she can't just keep exploring the religion for another ten years. Hey, at guess least. what's
1: a cool thing about being eight? Is you don't have to have a job, or <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like, just live your.
0: Okay, so back to the crazy ass video that oh, started me on it. this story. Yes. Why was she pulling out her hair? Because oh
1: my god, I completely I forgot. Is because it trick- that's a trick- way? Trictinosis? Oh, I have
0: no idea. The the thing. Yeah, yeah. She's trying to show that. I'm immune. physical pain. You can't hurt me. So pulling out her hair, which obviously hurts, and her not reacting is a way to show you know what? I'm above it all. I'm in a zone. I mean,
1: that's a Old Squirrel religious thing. There's
0: a story I remember hearing when I was a kid. This is in my religious upbringing. Uh, like a story that I heard, uh-huh. and I don't know how popular this is among Janes. It's like if I told you the Adam and Eve story as a Christian, sure. But it's like I don't know if this is that level of story. But the story is one of our quote unquote prophets. He apparently saw a snake. We all have snakes in our religions. Um, And he got bitten. So
1: many snakes.
0: The snake apparently bit him on the toe, which is a horrible, painful thing. And he did not flinch and he did not react. And guess what? Because he was so calm, blood did not come out. It was milk. Because he was pure and holy. And I don't know what lesson we're supposed to learn from that, because I became an atheist before but, I got to that part of I it. I mean... But this is the thing they taught me. It's like, it's you know what? It's true. If,
1: you should stay calm if you have an injury, because, uh, like, that's... This feels very the much we like were the to fucking give scorpion and the frog, or whatever <laughs> that story is. Was
0: like... If you can meditate and you're in the zone and you're truly devout, nothing can hurt you. But it is deeply unethical for this girl's family and friends and religious leaders to basically say, like, yep, I mean, listen, if any religious leader says, listen, you're eight-year-old, she's been living with us for two years. We're going to keep her for life. You don't just belong to a normal religion anymore. You're part of a cult. I I don't know what the hell's going on. I don't care that much
1: about your kid. I don't...
0: Like you said, we don't talk about Jane as much on the show because uh, why would we? Truly Because never. it doesn't hurt This people. is
1: blowing my entire mind that we're talking about Jane Everything so.
0: she's doing, though. Like, this is what frustrates me. as a last
1: Catholic, I feel really good that I can dunk, dunk <laughs> on <laughs> your garbage religion. You're welcome.
0: Like, all the stories I read about this, all of them were like, wow, did you guys see that video? That's batshit crazy, yeah. right? Yeah. But they did not seem to have the same, like, what the fuck attitude when it came to the fact that... That she fasted for nine days, or the fact that she was dedicating her life to being a nun forever—they glossed over that stuff and just said, "Whoa, the hair thing's insane." Your I'm oldest like, is All like, of "This is crazy."
1: Your oldest is like six.
0: Yeah, so she's like two years from becoming a nun and, and, and giving and her I'm just away. I'm
1: really. Uh, questioning, you only feed her once a day, right? And, be, and she famously be. never gets hungry or <laughs> or cranky or makes bad decisions. I'm trying to
0: think, I think today there were five <laughs> separate small meals. Uh because that's what we did
1: today. I <laughs> I got to I ran into Heman's daughter recently and like <laughs> it was just so much fun to be like
0: <laughs> She climbs up really quick. I, right but now. she
1: is a doll and just like <laughs> And you're, s- truly, we re- I recently got to see your kids. I don't get to see them very often. And both of your kids were so lovely and fine. Oh. And neither of them wants to hang out with Daddy. But guess <laughs> what? That's going to change. Aunt Jess is coming around. She's got a weird big dog.
0: <laughs> I'm done with my stories. Where done? do we find you?
1: You can always find me at Twitter at Jess Blumke. You can find me at, uh, on Etsy if you want to s- cross-stitch. I'm at bitches got stitch done. Uh always I'm at, it, yeah.
0: I'm at Hemant Meta on Twitter. Go to Only Sky to read articles. Yeah. Go to YouTube, friendly atheist. Yeah. Go always, to patreon.com slash friendly atheist podcast.
1: Always email us at friendlyatheistpodcast at gmail.com and let us know how you're feeling.
0: Bonus episode topics. What do you got?
1: Who girl, it's going to be a fucking mess. I have this story that I was gonna tell you. Again, I wanna tell you keywords. Uh-huh. Fairback horse. Horse. Fancy neighborhood. Mm. Woman with dementia. Probably breaking the law.
0: <laughs> Is that one story or two? That's
1: the one story oh, okay. I have to tell you. Um, I also want to talk about the movie Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Um, I want to talk about the podcast Overdemics that I've brought up a ton, and it's truly one of my favorite things, and also the podcast Word Matters. I'm really into like dorky podcasts right now. I wrote laptop. That's genuinely just my laptop. You're going to get
0: to three of these.
1: No, it's fine. I just want to say right now on this podcast, my, the same week I totaled my car, my laptop was just like, hey, fuck you. You want me to work? Go die. Uh, brought it to Best Buy. They're like, I don't
0: know. I can't believe Alito did that too.
1: Truly. Guys, I cried in a Best Buy. I had to go in a corner. Do you know, you've never been to therapy, right?
0: I've never been to Best Buy. <laughs>
1: There's a thing in therapy of like, when you, when you're feeling emotional to try to like calm yourself down, it's like, okay, find five windows. One, two, three, four, five. What are four things you can hear? What are three things you can smell? It's things like that of like, just pay attention to things around you to like, get your emotions down. I was in a corner of Best Buy, like, counting exit signs, <laughs> so I didn't cry in front of the 19-year-old kid who is trying to sell me a fucking laptop. Anyway, that's one thing. And, oh, salute your shorts, because apparently you've never heard of that. Heard of it? And We enough. didn't have
0: cable when I was Nickelodeon
1: writ large. I, I just recently watched the um, the documentary about it, so okay. I want to talk to you about it. But we're mostly going to talk about, again... I rode a horse through a fancy neighborhood with a a woman with dementia. It's a Cuckoo Bananas Crazy band story. All
0: right. We'll talk to you soon. Good night.
1: Bye.